said this thing is just started people didn't realize it, this thing is very popular uh is on fire oh all all these weeks and so on they're on fire and just previously a couple of weeks ago uh, in eastern uganda actually in my district he launched it with a, a safari rally there was a, a motor race uh, and you know people come the t-shirts are printed uh mk47 mk for president and so on so yes is the 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 general interested i think this was the launching of his uh presidential bid uh was it surprising it wasn't surprising to me and i'm sure it wasn't surprising to all, all. and anybody who is being sincere uh, it wasn't surprising uh do presidential kids always sometimes have uh you know you can't always answer sometimes sometimes do they have presidential ambitions they do we've seen all over the place uh whether Botswana, kenya next door everywhere and so on so there's nothing to apologize about it what i would have advised is like if you want to do politics now let the general retire from the army he builds up himself and uh, I, I i saw it from his speech said it's time for the generation they use sports and music and immediately said that i i, I remembered uh, in my my mind uh, joel's boss and and i think there was an issue from the nrm how do they balance this uh, joel's boss now with his youth movement so you need another youth this side and you compete for the same constraints artists sportsmen young people and so on so that is what is going on because uh, bobby wine's movement came as a new movement it wasn't the orthodox politics of vcg and uh, and m7 and so on this one came with his own energy amongst the youth and it seems to be unstoppable the, the youth constraints so to balance it they need a little bit of the same generation uh but in my own opinion i think when they bring in somebody who is a presidential candidate with the background of the army that is also a presidential son rather with the background of the army that's all a message they are sending that yes you may need you may need you may need a use but you don't need a use like bobby wine you need a use like this one and that's why you see all those generals surrounding him say he's this is part of his constituents and it's one of the most influential constituents in the politics of this country so uh, the, the country should be braced for this and if uh, joe and his team are not braced for it i think they'll be making one of the biggest mistakes so uh joe you now have another contender you may not well, compete with the one you, you know may not compete with can, the one you can, competed can, last time can he stand uh, if, if he's, uh, it is said he's not uh, born in uganda no no he's a ugandan he's a ugandan he's a ugandan there's no requirement for being born in uganda no 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 your parents no. need to be yeah your parents need to be born in there uh, yeah by yeah, bus yeah even if you do it, those things can be changed you are, you are trying <laughs> to take the <laughs> the flawed interpretation of muhammad in sereko <laughs> I, I did think about it because some countries actually specify no, no. that uh, even, even our constitution yes, does specify yeah mm. that, uh, <laughs> mm. 
No, no, uh, when, when, when Obama uh, was standing, that's when that thing first came out, that uh, you have to be uh, born by birth and so on. So it's, it's an old thing that's no, been no, around. No, no, no. Mm. Actually, it was, it was in our old constitution, 1967. Mm. It was re-enacted in the 1995 constitution in 1995. So it's not just Obama's coming. Okay. I think that one... Uh, and and many, many here you can't be a unless you're born in the country general senior honorable you've been a little bit quiet because uh, last week you <laughs> did not know about a party anywhere and in my posting i call it the party so whichever country you've been in you will have known about the party in uganda uh it was actually i think in, even in your constituency um the first one the 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 first party at lugogo do did you by any chance attend or did your constituents attend there was lots of drink lots of uh plenty to eat it was a good party like any other part yes like any other party <coughs> oscar when we were here last weekend um i saw people on social media saluting you for for not indulging and uh and I'm talking about a birthday party. Uh, I see you have now disappointed those people who thought now this man here is he's, he's one of the kind. Other people are making noise, birthday party, as if there are no other serious issues in the country. Um, oh, they're doing something with the mic. Okay, I hope I'm good now. Mr. Semway, I'm sorry. Okay, just wanted to be sure. So, anyway. Um, and and when we were having a chat yesterday oscar i told you this 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 topic here i i don't have much appetite for it you know because sometimes you promote things by by giving them a lot of attention unnecessarily you know um but but let me say one or two things it's one of those few times that i get to agree with the phonopolo pole <laughs> i said two things that are very imperative number one this is a serving military officer who is now beginning to swim in the murky waters of politics in many respects he launched some kind of, of bid you know uh, i see everyone is you know they were joking with us i saw a tweet in fact, yeah. there's a football match going on right now in Nukunjiri. In the afternoon, another one in Hoima. National celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> National celebrations, indeed. <laughs> uh, and, and, and then there in that tweet, there was a picture of people carrying a poster. Uh, vote President MK 2026-2021. If it was any other serving military officer, they would be in jail. Um, we saw what happened to Tumukunde. Uh, Sejus has had his issues, you know, making remarks that have been seen to be political. But, but they were saying, look, I, I'm, I'm a human being, I'm a Ugandan, so I can air out my concerns. And, and for them, they were saying, our remarks are not even partisan in nature, political, and that kind of thing. But this one, it's as good as you see it. So that's problem number one. 
because what happens tomorrow if another one does come out and and does something similar what's going to happen of course Museveni and these people are not new to to playing double standards but that's problem number one which i agree with ofono pondo of course the other issue is which ofono pondo said that there are benefits that come with being close to mr Museveni's family whether it be with him his wife his children you know uh, so if you want to keep your job you must be seen to to, to play along if one of the children is celebrating a birthday party a baptism or whatever the case might be it is seen as an honor for you to get an invite to be there to participate i was looking at those generals and i think in their minds they were thinking but surely <laughs> we have uh, been reduced to this level but but people have got to keep their jobs there are benefits that come with mm. being close to power and those connected to power their children and and that kind of thing so, so I also <laughs> you see anybody has got a right in this country to stand for political office i think that's a good place to start anybody you know uh of course the challenge is when now Museveni decides he's going to force his 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 child on us uh, that, that's what is seemingly happening you know there there is a bit of gusto but but anybody who wants to stand for office can i i hope Mr. Museveni, like he told Rawogo when he wanted to stand for NRM Vice Chairperson Western, said, Ah, but you, you first at least stand for LC1 chairman. The man said, Ah, but I've been a leader in the business world and, and so on. And you know, said, Ah, now this is new tough, political tough. So before you can unseat Charlie Gonza, first at least stand for LC1 chairperson. So uh, let, let Mohozi resign from the army go stand for lc1 chairman somewhere and then begin his political career and we'll see how things go mm. I, I, is that good mm. luck which lc1 bob wine first headed before he he ran for the president he was a leader in 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 the ghetto uh <laughs> came the coined phrase ghetto president he was he was a leader in, in all respects has commanded the special forces is now commands the land forces which is the biggest uh, unit in the in the in the updf so if we are talking about constituencies and leadership i think a commander being a commander at that level is a sufficient experience if leading a music group is to be anyone having a, a being a leader of a music group can be referred to a sufficient experience you know i told you ivan is a spokesperson <laughs> of mohozi project and, and he denied the man the man is now coming clean you know so ivan please tell your boss for whom you're speaking um there, there are rules that Joel, govern Joel, this country when i invite you here i invite mm. you as the opposition mm. when i invite ivan here mm. I, I invite him to be on the nrm side <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's that, clear he should stop yeah. denying here he has, saying he has see, never denied for that's, me i'm a registrar so with nira the invitations you know, are, are deliberate that, and that's and, and, and that's part of the problem this mm. young man here is a civil servant he works for nira as a registrar he's here discussing partisan politics he's different from oh who as we were saying is a public servant you know so 
little wonder his boss muhozi is 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 doing the same mm. but let's sure. be smart ivan you look like right. a smart young man tell your boss to be a bit smart if he wants to contest politically you resign okay so so, th so that you're seen as smart uh and then go stand for whatever it is that you want to stand for i hope it's, he has it is, it is debatable he, whether he, he will take advice from he, 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 he looks he, like he has some but, qualifications you know for whatever position so he can stand for some position okay. but le let's be smart honorable samuju back to you now you know when you are moderating I, I i i was listening in as i came in and you were really itching to give opinions as a moderator so he wasn't moderating i even increased speed i said let me go and save the man <laughs> how did you measure that <laughs> i could hear it all over in the voice but to add on comments around the table you know, uh, you were on the show when Navka had to apologize, and, and in that week, I'd, I'd been summons, had explanation. She's not here. Uh, well, and um, so I had explanations, UCC report writing, everything. And uh, now, if uh, General Mosey enters the fray, uh, are we also going to restrict language of description? Or because you know, in the world of politics, even insults are part of a game. Oh, oh he and, and, and Abdul are very, very uh, senior in that art of insulting. Sometimes uh, you don't uh, even uh, realize. Uh, 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 me? You, Oscar? Oh, yes. no, no, no. You are not crude, but uh, insulting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and, I think you are mistaking me. My, um, my name is not Ofonopondo. <laughs> <laughs> so how will he manage that because um the, the general if he enters politics as joel has advised him you see mr m7 was very protective of his family and i want to think i believed it if you wanted him annoyed you write about his family i think that's how andrew Mwenda got hounded over uh, Monta, Kayejira. Even here. Um, so the one thing that Mr. M7 never wanted discussed, when I did an article with Linda Nabusai, now M7 is press secretary, about M7 flying his daughter to, to Spain, uh, to German. M7 had to write uh, almost four pages for Sunday papers explaining and very angry abusing Unyango Bo, who was not even part of the story, Wafura, who was even outside the country. Um, <clears throat> but also, Museven made a serious attempt by the way to stop his wife from becoming an MP. The extent that uh, when he convened the National Executive Committee of NRM, Central Executive Committee, he asked Honorable uh, Moses to go to chair and said, please help me with this problem. But uh, when the wife appeared and told Chukongo and his team that for me have been asked by God, they really had no answer. Because she said, uh, for you I NRM, I don't have to be NRM. For me, God has asked me to stand, and I don't have to stand as NRM. And that was in the central formal meeting, requesting an organ of the NRM to help him with his wife. You remember when I asked him on... Uh, uh, you, the way you say these things, with a straight face. <laughs> yes, I was a member of that the president indeed came to say and he said he was having trouble convincing Janet not to come into politics in Rohama as a candidate. And I think he was being cheeky, he said, I may be denied food. 
if I don't bring this matter to you. Of course, <laughs> uh, of course, SEC does not have authority to vote, but I think he wanted um, a leeway who, who can persuade Janet not to come into the fray of elective politics. That's correct, whatever it is. Mm, continue. Oscar. Validation has Oscar, happened. Oscar, I am a journalist. <laughs> so that's what I have done since I left school, at least now nearly two decades. Um, <clears throat> so, M7 never wanted his family to face the same insults, and he was always very angry. The first time the story of Moaz joining the army illegally came out, he said, actually, my son is LDU, so he didn't want him to be discussed. Uh, <clears throat> but of course, when you grow older, uh, you saw how Mugabe suffered with his wife. In fact, the difference between Zimbabwe and Uganda is that the, the old guards remained part of the administration in Zimbabwe. And that's why they were able to stop uh, Mugabe uh, <clears throat> relinquishing power to his wife. I was just going through a list of, if you look at the UPDF Act, people that Museven, because the UPDF Act has a, the historical high command. That historical high command has Museven, Saleh, Nyefuza, Kanyankole, who is dead, Rejema, who is dead. The only person that remain, uh, maybe it is Museven and his brother who remain active in the military, even when both of them were retired. The Tinyefuza is under house arrest. To Mwine, um, I don't know where he went, but he went quarreling and crying. That for the first time you give me a job and you take it away, okay, I'm not quarreling. Then he went. So it, that's the historical high command. If you look at the historical army council that has the Kutesa, because Kutesa is dead, Monday is in exile, Chakavari came back as a, um, on a pardon, Kashiring works in a, you need to go and visit where he sits. It's like a, a hut in a village. Muntu uh, remains in the book as part of the historical army council, but he can't be invited for meeting. The only person of that army council that remains a little bit active is Jim Mwez. But even Mwez, um, he has learned his lesson. So when you sit him there, if you don't call him, he will not leave. Jim Mwez. So if you sit him there and say, sit here, in the evening, you, you, if you've forgotten, he will sleep there. So that's the only person of that group remaining a bit active in the government. So the, the rest, the, the rest have been... No, no, I'm just telling you. Was the other day you claimed he refused to leave a mattress? No, no, I'm just telling you all the others. Jihande was, uh, I think now he's appointed an ambassador. Um, Kagame is the president, uh, Ivan Koreta, I think he is also retired. So the point that uh, Rugamba made uh, <clears throat> of, of elimination, that Museven has eliminated people, uh, I, I took it very seriously. Because remember the first, the first purge uh, that Soka Shiring and Chihande and, and all the others uh, tortured. So therefore where we are now, in the military, we have a whole new generation of generals. So these ones who have been given a rank, not because of exemplary fight, but because of their association with the Mr. M7. If you look at uh, uh, the, the one who was, uh, was Ivan Koreta's uh, driver. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, Chanda. He was Ivan Koreta's driver. 
they are now the generals, very big generals in the military. These ones, they have just been promoting, getting ranks as gifts. The real people who fought uh, and, and, and got ranks uh, are nearly out now. So the same way Muhozi has got a... Uh, Ofono, you had your time. Are you saying that people who joined the army at uh, the beginning shouldn't rise? I have said the, the generals. And, I'm and, doing and about... if uh, the country has no war, are you saying military officers don't get promoted? Ofono, Pondo. Promotion Ofono, Pondo. based on training, experience... Ofono, Pondo, you need to There's read... There's also a, a senior staff college yes. as well. Ofono, so, Pondo, you need to read... If you don't have a war, you don't... You need to read the... Even if you don't have a war... Ofono, Opondo, Podel. You need to read the report into the APDF Ghost Soldier. I am telling you... If you read, part of the content is that Mseven was promoting people who are dead, those who have left. I mean, you saw Kanomu Jenny. Even in retirement, you continue the earning ranks. I think now is a major general. Because he tied as a colonel, brigadier, major general, even Mseven himself. Was, uh, he had left. And then he was promoted to major general. Ah, I am telling you. No, he's a major general. You need, you need to say, check. You can't even be promoted posthumously. Yes. I, 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 I understand. Okay. So Mseven is promoted post what? Mseven has never because been. Because he retired as a major general. Mm. No. I think as lieutenant general. Okay, now he's a general. Yet he retired. No, not a little. So, this is. Uh, so, you can. <coughs> you are just being destructive. Yes. So, so the, point, the, point, the point I am making is the point that the UPDF itself has made. We have had this debate before. People who are earning ranks in the morning and evening. So, they are now the ones who surround Moses. So, they owe it to him. And they owe it to their father, to his father. So, those ones, who, if, even at a higher rank, they will still salute Moses. Because either is the uh, say the opportunities, it, it, maybe he's the one who told the father that this one promote. So where we are now, um, the, the, the contemporary, seven is contemporary in the politics, and I will use Rugamba's word, have been eliminated. He now from, has from contesting. You no, know? no, they are not there. <coughs> you now have Nabanja, you have uh, uh, the, the vice president. He, you have uh, uh, in parliament you have the anita among you have anita of uh, so here he has eliminated the the the, the roadblocks that prevented mugabe's wife from becoming a president his contemporaries the people who sat uh, when uh, when uh, basically announced his bid and kategaya called the top brass of, of the, the 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 nrm people at the public service to, put, to persuade the best you not to stand all those ones have gone you now have cheerleaders so the moment they and and, and opportunist fortune seekers the moment there are signs that Moz is interested oscar you don't know what is going on in the country Moz was right to say the whole country is on fire there is a minister here for kampara was in my constituency to launch registration of border borders, but the whole launch became a Mose project. So, therefore, where we are, I think Museven has completed a full capture um, of, of, of the state and of the country. Of course, he's also without shame. Remember when I was asking about his wife? So, his whole family, and that's how Mwenda 
before he he, he, he he became a darling got into trouble writing about Museveni's family everybody from grandchildren to relatives to uncle they are all now employee of the state of Uganda that and Mwenda was arrested coming to capital gang so where we are now as a country we are vulnerable we are vulnerable and that's why the military rules won't work it is now the rules of Museveni's family Museveni's family is in charge and uh, with the Mohos, we should brace ourselves for the hardest time. Because I saw what happened to Kakwenza. If he had written about Museveni, probably the beating uh, would have been half of what he got. But because he wrote about Mohos, the beating was severe. So we, that's what we are headed for as a country. And we will need to, mm. to, to, to galvanize ourselves, either to stop it or to, to, to fight to survive. Okay. Otherwise, Museveni the, handing the, over. The general said to you, you'll have sports, you'll have entertainment. These are the things you people want. Ask they Kakwenza. So yes. He never we, had the music, we, he had the sports, he had the chiboko. So We're going to stop for a break. So, so that, that's that's where we're headed. So all these things that you're asking, uh, I mean, Museveni is now without shame. That's why you can yeah. appoint everybody in his home. His children are directors in the state house. The wife is this, the, the, the brothers are this. So they look at Uganda as an estate that they inherited from their parents. So everybody should look for a court and make himself we, comfortable. We have Charles Turiate here on Twitter. He's saying, um, you also woke up, no, he says, uh, you woke up to have a discussion on a birthday party. Uh, we have a lot of issues, Eviluma Ugandans. Please move on. So let's stop for a quick break, and after the break, yeah, I will. In denial. So he, he, he thinks this is about a birthday. Uh, it is not. P poor him. <laughs> after the break, we'll tackle all these diesel drivers that are now at our level or worse. Let's stop for a quick break. The Capital Gang on 91.3 Capital FM. Welcome back from the break. Uh, great discussion uh, in the break, um, particularly about significance of a birthday party. But let's go to pain in the pocket. Honorable Katuntu, uh, in your, we have three uh, direct politicians, so to speak, with our constituents. You go to, you switch topics. The, the public also needs to understand the, the, the relationship with Kagame and how that. Uh, is a big factor and i'm really worried if you have kagame and he's going to be the mentor of moors oh. <laughs> that border has just been opened be nice honorable Semojo. uh honorable katuntu i am nice yes and you know what people have, have now started coming yeah mm -hmm. so you're in a constituency uh Previously, even diesel was seen as cheap, as cheaper than petrol, but now that's gone up and costs are going up and not coming down. We remember clearly when the fuel prices went up because there was some trouble at the border, but even after that uh, trouble was rested, the fuel is still high and, and consequently other uh, uh, products are also equally high. There's pain. Did How do you manage in your constituency? Well, how do I manage? First of all, I have a good <laughs> I manage, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, 
and that's a light I, I, moment. I've been to his village home, I've been to Katuntu's, uh, and I know that mango tree, <laughs> it has plastic chairs now, uh, yeah, I know. permanently. Uh, of people coming for help. Uh, yes. Uh, and as he has to sneak in and sneak out of his home. Uh, now now, now they, they even... The man, the man has only one road to his home and out. It is called a cross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now on to, to seriously, I think the the whole world is facing a very very big challenge, uh, and and I don't want to to be to politicize this problem. We should be looking at what we call what pushes prices of commodities to go up. Is it the cost of production? Is it transport, or is it taxation? Five. Is it purely the profit that the businessmen are profiteering out of this situation? Because if you don't diagnose the problem, then you prescribe the wrong medicine. Yes, transport is going to be a challenge. Take, for example, uh, somebody was telling me about these containers that the cost before, I think, six months ago, it was like 2,500 a container from China to here and now it has skyrocketed to six thousand uh, dollars so that cost of, of transport will certainly impact on the final price what does the government do after you have diagnosed the problem then the economy say you have to intervene somehow and the intervention government must make is some sort of either subsidy or you have to look at the taxation regime because that's the only thing that can affect which you have control over the taxation regime so okay fuel now is quite high so our tax on this fuel how do we handle it can't we bring it down and therefore regulate but that must be also handled with government income because immediately you tamper with taxation, you will not get the income you, you need. So, and yet the demands of, of other interventions will, will depend on the sort of uh, resource envelope you have, which comes out of taxation. So it's a very delicate balance which you must make. Uh, but a government cannot sit and say, yes, things are so high let everything go as it is it will stabilize you, you don't do that you are being insensitive there are some areas where government has to intervene especially those that are affecting the day-to-day -day, uh consumptions of, of one inch and when when uh, the secretary to treasury and permanent uh, secretary of finance was like no no there's nothing we can do and so on we have to continue investing like this and so on people were not impressed actually that from the information i have that has been the biggest disagreement between the nrm caucus and the president because the president was like no there's nothing much the government can do and members are saying no you must do something Consequently, if you are having a crisis like the one we are having, you have to cut what we call government expenditure. Look through what is this that you have to cut to make sure that you save money here and then invest in this industry to make sure that the prices are stabilized or they come down. But you cannot continue spending money like you have been spending when you have a crisis like this. Because these are economic decisions a government, a sober government must take. You cannot continue to say 
my 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 citizens are buying 10,000 shillings above what or soap i mean it's it's, it's immoral it, it it can't because everybody really from the village from what really you consume soap every day and without soap you can't imagine on issues of hygiene and so on so you have to invest in how do you do it you have to cut your expenditure there are things which government when you look at this budget we were quarreling the other day when they said that they needed 2.8 billion for president's offices for moral teaching and i'm like oh, excuse me what moral teaching i thought that was social media jokes no oh it was real it was real who, and who presented it the minister of finance no okay let's say, let's say the government of the republic of uganda <laughs> i would just want to look at it like that because you see a budget is supposed to be uh, uh, an executive function it must be a cabinet function they have gone through that and they are satisfied to say that you are now budgeting for billion savings for teaching people to behave well i think there is a big big problem and there are several other expenditures and when you were here and then discussing this sort of thing every day oh you have lower hospital we, we've so far paid 400 billion and you just go there and see what is there and here you say oh there is even another one we are going to be paying taxes and and then from there people are buying soap at ten thousand. Oh, oh we don't look smart as a decision makers mm. we don't so i think government must especially this budget uh, we, we are literally at the tail end but the solution should have been Right to have a relook at the current budget. That's the way to to ameliorate the situation which is prevailing, uh, especially yes. in our communities. Joe Senyoni, uh, your 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 constituents, uh, I could see them. They needed that food at the birthday party. Um, so food matters. Uh, uh, Abdul has talked about soap, but also food costs are rising. Oscar, is a a leadership scholar called John C. Maxwell, who once said, everything rises and falls on leadership. And then there's a Ghanaian scholar, it's called Professor Steve Day. He also once said, leadership is cause, everything else is effect. So that's to say that there's a tethering to leadership in literally everything. So when I hear some folks in government say, yeah, but what can we do? You know, it is a global issue everybody out there is crying it's not just uganda yeah that may be true but uh for bible readers like myself and i'm sure there could be related story in the quran you know one man built his house on sand the other built his house on the rock so turbulence came the winds came they hit both houses one flew off because it was built on sand the other remained strong it was affected but it didn't get the impact as much as the other so yes covid has hit the whole world and, and so on you know but yeah how 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 were we found there there is things i'm going to talk about two things so there's these things that are short term and these things that are long term so commodity prices began to rise in november of last year and i know the whole excuse has been the russia ukraine war which began in february of this year you know, but I hear Nabanja and others, each time they're talking, they're saying Russia, Ukraine. But these commodity prices began to rise in November. In fact, food crop items since November have risen by 40%. Non-food crop items have risen by 60% since November. 
and and so it's been continuously happening but but like i was saying there's things that we can look at short term and then there's things like that that, that we can look at long term honorable abdu has been talking about uh, taxes um because sometimes as you're dealing with those fiscal issues so you you need the tax money but then uh it is proving to be an impediment but you see there are certain taxes which are a lot more problematic like i'm going to paint a picture for you so we said no we must have a 10 percent import duty on crude oil uh crude palm oil and we realized that is shooting and by the other minister of trade admitted in parliament saying this is what is shooting the price of cooking oil and soap I, I i should tell you one of my producers here he has written uh, the things that pain him as we say in luganda mm. uh, three tomatoes at one thousand yeah and you those are see, the food crop items that have gone up by 40 percent mm. you know since last year so the, the minister said so he said but you have we have this kalangala you know crude palm oil project well what's happening with that white elephant we normally have these you invest money there like lugoa hospital it is there because this kalangala project is what what was meant to ameliorate us because you're having a 10 percent import duty which is shooting these prices high what what's happening to kalangala because you're saying now we're having this as an alternative what have we done about it and then we introduced ura digital electronic stamps before the introduction of these digital stamps because they introduced them saying we are going to earn a lot more money from taxation yeah uh, on these you know manufactured items and so on before the introduction of these digital stamps you are collected from items like beer uh main cigarettes 627.54 billion now they introduced these digital stamps paid a company called cispa 145 billion go and collect for us because we are going to get a lot more do you know how much CISPA collected or well, that whole exercise because CISPA is one that was you know in charge of the, the stamps but mm -hmm. you are collected 600 billion so you have introduced a tax quote-unquote these digital stamps you know and you're paying a company 145 billion because you're hoping you're going to get a lot more than the 627 billion you were getting before but then what you're collecting has gone down 600 billion so what's the use of that thing that, that's what i'm saying that some taxes just do not make sense at all you introduce something and it is there you're hoping you're going to get more money so you're spending because you're paying 145 billion mm. and these CISPA people by the way they're the same guys who are doing fuel marking i do now maybe we should be asking who exactly owns this CISPA, uganda limited because they're the ones doing fuel marking which which is very rare when you look globally 30 shillings per liter and by the way even a shilling increment in fuel price wh whether it be out of excitement or whatever everything else will go up ah because you see fuel prices went up everything literally you go to the market and so mm. on and the excuse of everybody is ah the fuel prices went up so these are things that we can begin to deal with short term oscar there was a stimulus we got a stimulus from imf to shoulder you know um especially people that were in agriculture and, and, and that kind of thing manufacturing 2.6 trillion shillings covid stimulus from imf it was distributed and there were problems with that it went to the wrong hands and we have been asking no, ministry get the whole of it was over 
think three years. I'm saying so far, we have given out 2.6 trillion. What's left in the remaining time is supposed to be 2.67 trillion, which now we're hoping will be distributed the right way because now the other went to connected people. And that's why we have been pressing Minister of Finance to say, produce the list of those who have so far gotten this 2.6 trillion because we've been hearing so many stories, you know. I, I peeped on one of those lists and I saw the names there. I said, wait a minute, how was this done? So we are telling Minister of Finance, produce that list, give it to us. We have in the list. Uh, as, as Parliament, yeah, these things leak. But mm -hmm. we are telling them, produce it officially so that we can pin you properly. So that you can account anyway, that, that's the point. Uh, so that we are not trying to sneak it from whoever no we give you money appropriate so now that you have distributed it account properly if produce they, that list they refuse or delay you produce the one certainly we we shall find ways no they, they cannot refuse because this is taxpayers money you know so they cannot say so now there's a balance of 2.67 trillion mm. you, you, you see once you put it in the right places you're trying to shoulder the economy but you give it to the wrong people and then those that should be deserving um are left out let me talk a little about two the minutes. fuel prices two, that have two, gone two up. Minutes, mm. Because again, it's part of preparation. Idi Amin Dada in the 70s built fuel reserves that we keep talking about in Jinja. Uh, with a capacity of 30 million liters. He built others in Nakasongwea, which have since been abandoned, with a capacity of 40 million liters. Now that was the time when our population was about 10 million. Today, we are talking about over 42 million people. That means you should actually be having bigger reserves. Because on a daily, we use about 6.5 million liters of fuel on a daily basis. So even if this one of ginger was functional, it will only be functional for about five days. But it's not even functional. You know, gave it away to a private company called One Petroleum. So you don't have reserves that when a challenge comes, because Kenya is going to the polls. We had a challenge in 2007, you remember? Kenya is going to the polls again. We don't know what will happen. How prepared are you? Because I remember at that time, I bought fuel on a uh, at a fuel station at twelve thousand shillings a liter. Yeah, I was given by Ofono <laughs> because he was connected and powerful. <laughs> so how how are we prepared for these things? Because the last time there was, you know, f f finally Oscar, as as we try and think long term, there there are things we must be able to do. Uh, this country had cooperatives that were thriving. We decided to kill them for some reason. Perhaps because poor people are easy to rule and manage, you know. Uh, because they are poor, when you put uh, music and uh, make sure there's pida, oh, they will come and give them transport refund. They are easy to toss around. And then you say, ah, the whole country is on fire. But people have come to eat food. They are hungry and that kind of thing. Ca can we Thank begin you. to revive oh, these oh, things? Honorable oh, Samaju. Oh, 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 are you also going to have a long lamentation like Honorable uh, Senyonyi? I provided some solutions. It's mm. not just lamentation. Okay. Mm. I don't know how many times you have discussed this Oscar now. Uh, maybe since uh, that fuel crisis. Mm. Um, you see, the, the points that I would made that there would be interventions are very difficult to make. Because if you look at the budget, uh, including the budget of next financial year, which is about 44 trillion, URA will correct just about half of that. But after correction, 
about 15 trillion is going to go into debt servicing and repayment and borrowing. And that's why the technical people in finance will not want to make any intervention. Uh, <coughs> because they know the crisis that they will cause to themselves. Because we are, we are, I remember one time I said this government has also started running to money lenders. Because that, that's where we are now. And that's why I don't think, because when you are discussing uh, an increment, a tax increment on fuel, uh, handling the budget last year, the only budget pleaded with Parliament. They are adding, I think, 200. I think now for every liter of petrol, uh, the taxes, either 1,308, something like that, they were adding 200. And we told him, you can't add. And the man said, okay, if we add, I expect to collect about 200 billion shillings. If you don't add, then we'll not be able to finance this and that. So that's where we are now. Um, I don't think this government is going to make any intervention because it, it doesn't have the incentive to do so. 68% of the population are too poor. I'm not even... Uh, because you see, this thing that you're talking about, uh, uh, cooking oil, they get it on ED and Christmas. In fact, what was affecting them most was the price of soap and maybe kerosene. Because these are the things they don't buy them anyway. And I remember one of the proposals in Parliament was on, on these things that are very essential to the ordinary people. Those ones, you must make an intervention. You must make an intervention either by removal of taxes, because this is affecting almost 60%, and uh, they are not affected by, indirect, directly they are not affected by the prices of fuel. Uh, of course, they are affected indirectly, but some of them stay in the villages. So when the prices of soap and uh, kerosene go up, that's when you have a problem with them. So there, there is usually no motivation no, no, in Uganda for government to act um, because the biggest section of the population, as M7 usually say, is not in the money market. So whether they, they, they will go and eat their food and, and sleep, and remain something you said you want to join lamentation so that, that's the life that they live um for us we went to a primary school on day one you report sometimes you have no books but they will not also chase you for school fees because they know it is not at home they will wait for your father when he comes for juma prayer to tell him but uh, two months you have not paid there was time they went around correcting goats and uh, and, and banana from banana plantations for parents who had not paid so most of Ugandans live like that. Uh, so the ones who are going to be affected are mainly people who are in town here. Uh, the, the, the ones who fend for themselves. So there is no motivation um, on the side of government to intervene because they don't treat it as a crisis. Mm -hmm. They know the biggest section of the population that should be up in arms will not because it was expecting nothing. The section, the section that uh, should be quarreling is also a bit lazy. They will go and grumble and put in fear and go home. They will go and grumble. Uh, we come here and, and do the same thing. So we've been lazy. So there is no motivation at the moment for this government to do anything. And because, of, in my own opinion, because of that. Uh, at a parliamentary level, because you have also been bashed by the public, you are doing nothing, you are doing nothing. 
you can only make proposals but each time you make them they will tell you you're causing a crisis i've told you last year when we are, government was adding 200 shilling on on petrol to make it 1380 uh, tax we wanted to to resist but they say no 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 we will now not fund you will now not fund this and that and eventually it passed so you, you have a government that has presented the budget it doesn't know where it will get the money from it is actually looking for more avenues of, of, of taxing people but you have a crisis the almighty has helped them uh, they usually escape through that window that now they have the uh, ukraine to blame they have covid they have this and that so they will tell you this is not we do not cause this so we wait until uh, things have normalized uh, in europe and, and elsewhere so uh, that's going to be the government standard response mm. when we're in parliament i remember speaking about this the minister responsible for trade said so palm oil we are going to buy a land in masaka and brand and uh, but he said this is a crisis that uh, but she said we are going to buy land brand more because indonesia was affected by covid the workers are not there uh, and these things are imported so the, the 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 mind of the government is that they will not do and, and they are not willing to do anything mm. so, so the solution that you are asking you are looking for everybody is on his own <laughs> you, you, you can fall off one by one That's the, so, so brace yourself there is no solution at least for members of parliament well, they are on their own, as, as they've said. Ofonopondo, um, Tanzania, Tanzania knows how to mitigate uh, the circumstances of her citizens. Uh, they've tried to keep fuel prices down. Do you remember way back when Magufuli was fighting, um, was it a cashew nut um, middle people? Uh, so at least they take action. Here, uh, Semuji is saying, you don't care. We are very busy organizing say, parties. Say, so you're now telling us to intervene. parties. Honorable Senior, through baby shower, a powerful one, under COVID lockdown. Did you attend? He didn't invite me. <laughs> <laughs> but he did, he did, he did, he did try a powerful baby shower. Uh, so, he was uh, oblivious. Is learning from us. He, eh? was, he was oblivious of the hard economic times in his constituency. <laughs> I, I, I hope this one is not using our taxpayer money because I didn't. Well, you, pay, you, 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 you get it. And you get handsomely paid by parliament and that's taxpayers money that, that's different from going to the coffers but um, i think we are not having a, a good debate on this first of all uganda's economy like the rest of africa or most of africa has had internal structural problems and weaknesses and we have not solved until we saw so, we solve those we may not move I will not belabor that point. But, and that COVID built on that, those internal weaknesses of our internal failure to use local raw materials to produce essential things that we need. Soap, oil, and so on and so forth. So we need as Africa, as Uganda, we need to deal with that decisively if we are to move. Now, when things like COVID come, it hits us hard. And so people will use it sometimes as an excuse, but I think it is our failure to explain properly as government. Because that COVID 
most of the Ugandan importers who import raw material import for no more than two months because they don't have capital, they don't have storage. So you import to make soap, you import for only one month worth of raw material. Now when COVID comes and you are locked down for two years, you have nothing. So, COVID has created paralysis, disruption in the supply chain of finished goods and raw materials. It has also disrupted our ability to export. Consequently, our ability to earn and to trade. So that ought to be known, understood, and appreciated, especially by policymakers and our legislators. We compounded that by making a big mistake in 2019-2020. When we were going into COVID, we created about 20 more districts and cities and about 73 parliamentary constituencies. That goes along with sub-county councils and councillors for which we must look for money. I think that was a bad decision. I think once COVID, Azor, yes, COVID hit us, if the law had been passed, maybe we should have suspended through parliament the operationalization of those constituencies, those districts. On the side of public administration, I think we should have saved. And there's no doubt that the government needs to have better, set better priorities, but also being frugal. That's a point that really government, the executive particularly need. You have just seen in parliament, in the last one month alone, the leadership in parliament is dishing out money. Now, these members of parliament are crying that, oh, you cut here. But you just dished out 553 million to support the children. That's why that's the official, the children who the former speaker was supporting 553 million is that from the announcement i understood to be money from parliament no, 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 no. only yesterday oh, oh. listen only you, yesterday. You, you are a government spokesperson from the maybe you are not, maybe you are not clear two two days ago first of all it's two, not correct two days ago two days ago two Why days do ago get that money listen, in the budget? Two, two days ago you made a decision to give 50 million to religious institutions for Namugongo. 50. Is that a good decision in this um, uh, economic hardship? So no. no, no, no. I'm not looking for... I'm saying you are part of the government decision-making organ. Uh, you, uh, so, you are talking about 50 million. First of all, uh, no, 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 apologize no, no. for the first one. No, no, no. That, that I'm not, not going true. to apologize. I'm saying you parliament, with the pa 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 parliament, which is part of government decision-making process, especially allocation, appropriation, you make those decisions. So even the 50 million when you make, it may appear small. Is it necessary for you to make that contribution to Namugongo? I am, in my view, no. Now, Oscar, you are talking about members of parliament have been asking for, I think, three things. That they, they, that's according to them, the intervention they want. One, they want subsidy in key areas, particularly P 
petroleum industry. Two, if not subsidy, give reduced taxes, either on fuel or on other things. Now, if we reduce tax, shall we raise the revenue that we need to do the roads, the schools, the hospitals that MPs are demanding for? Three, they're saying if you don't, if you don't reduce taxes, at least give tax rebates. Defer payment of some taxes. Then the third one, they are asking government to give social assistance grants, assistance grants to the most depressed families, perhaps like we did during COVID. In the view of government, no, no, nobody has asked in the that. view of government, in the view of government, which was articulated in the caucus of the NRM and has been announced, has been pronounced on by the president, these will not be done because they may create an implosion in the economy. I don't agree by members of parliament who say the government is doing nothing. One and a half weeks ago. One and a half weeks ago. What should we do? One and a half weeks ago, the Bank of Uganda, which is the central bank, did publish a two-page center spread in the new vision in the monitor what the Bank of Uganda is doing. And they also published the status of the economy. They highlighted three areas which I think is important for the public to know. First of all, they, they acknowledge that yes, COVID has disrupted, but by and large, the economy of Uganda is stable. There is some, there's growth. There's growth. I think 3.6, and their estimate is that it may go to 4.7. There's economic growth. There's macroeconomic stability. Steep rises on some of the commodities notwithstanding. The second area, they said, our exchange rate. The Uganda shilling has actually gained strength against international currencies. The dollar, the pound sterling, and the euro. That's Bank of Uganda. Unless you are saying Bank of Uganda Where is lying. Where does that put our exports? Three, they said even with the, 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 rises in, the rises in fuel, generally speaking, the goods basket, consumer goods basket prices hasn't spread widely. They, they, this, this is their word. And the truth of the matter is, in the last two years, Uganda has not suffered serious food crisis because that's really what affects majority <coughs> of Ugandans. Now, so it is not true that the government is not doing anything. We are recovering slowly from COVID. I don't think even mm. Right Honorable Nabanja has said that Ukraine is the main issue. But it has been a contributor, it has been a contributor factor, mm. particularly on international trade, oh, oh, oh. on the two on on the two fronts. The freight time, all of us know that because of the sanctions, many of the countries that deal with with Russia are under watch. And therefore it is not very easy 
to do international business. Oh, um, yes. uh, let me pause for a minute. I'm going to stop for a break and I'll give you an extra two minutes because I'd like to ask you a question uh, after the break and then we'll go to Ivan who's been making copious notes. Welcome back from the break. Uh, two messages, two tweets to Ofono Pondo. Um, cheerful Alan says, uh, Oscar, I think for us citizens, we can easily opt for OO's ideas of setting better priorities and also to be frugal, but the Ofonos will never listen to those ideas. Obey Kamen says, Ofono Pondo, why do you always talk like you live in heaven? Uh, this is on Twitter as well. And in fact, oh, that's what I wanted to ask. No, you. You, let, me, let me ask, uh, then you'll deal with all that in the two minutes you have. The, you made a very good presentation for Capital Gang, but, but when you go back home this evening, I'm not sure where you're going, either Mulanda or Mukono, and the people you're going to sit with, they're going to say to you, Ofono Pondo, what were you saying on radio? That we, are very okay. well, that we are very okay that we just change priority and for, yeah we change property uh, for example government no 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 government as far as i know so you missed that on, on government has suspended the or highly or highly reduced or says yeah, the problem for any, economy for, for parliament tips. has given no. namugongo no, no, 50 million no, no, that's the problem of the economy is he going to tell no, his no, neighbor this evening it's, that information he's not vulgarizing <laughs> i am saying that is the evidence that you don't make very good decisions that's oh, all I'm saying. oh you I'm finish saying, that but my yeah, question yeah, is yeah. this evening your your yes. mates are going to sit next to you and, and by the way government yes government is rationalizing but government is also you know the government has suspended or highly reduced foreign trips for government officials and so on including members of parliament this evening you're going to no, tell no, it to your body no that, mm. that's one way to rationalize secondly rationalization and reduction of uh, spending is not only for government at individual household level we also need to prioritize and reduce our spending it's good you're not asking us to no. eat cake no, I'm not asking you That's to eat is. cake. I, 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 my brother Abdul, so Abdul, like I was telling him during the break, who has 13 vehicles in his compound, and all of them are running up and down. I am saying, and good five, enough. Five, five vehicles uh, are the same. No. So they follow yeah, him. No, he has, he, has, he has people who drive all of them. There are people from Bugweri. There are people. Oh, from in the one minute left, you yeah. still haven't. Now you you mm. talked about you talked about. No, I just want to, I just want to deal with the issue. You talked yeah. about Tanzania. Mm. Let us let us Google the relative prices of fuel around Africa. I have done so. Kenya, where where they have actually done tax reduction subsidy, one point four seven dollars convert that into Uganda money. They, they, they have that reduction, the removal of tax. Rwanda, $1.226. Ghana, $1.67. Tanzania, you have just talked about $1.36. Uganda? Uganda, what is 5150 That's about... $5,300 these days. This is what I'm saying. Five thousand three hundred, five thousand one hundred fifteen. Some, but even if you, even if you were to say five thousand five hundred, yes, that's about one point six two dollars. So it is not very different. 
is not very different from one point from the countries you say yeah from yeah i'm not I'm, I'm not saying there's no difference i'm not saying it is not markedly different from the the groups in the countries that and it they are not going to sustain it anyway and that's what the position of the government of uganda the president that it is not sustainable to remove tax like what i would say if we cut tax then how do you find find the other equally important things now to answer you directly what am i going to tell the people i'm going to sit with either in Miranda? the good thing the people of Miranda, majority of them the real needs they get from their garden i would ask them this planting season let them plant quick maturing crops beans potatoes and so on so that at least they have the food i have my friends from Miranda every time Two, I go two, across the bank. Two, they, they let them, let them, let them keep much of their money for school fees. That's what I will tell them. Which so, money? Whether they have sold goats. They are telling goat, you they and they sold, don't have them. Those right. who planted early with the rains of, of Christmas, the rains of end of January, are, yeah, are beginning to harvest. So they are going to have some okay. food. You have, you have given yeah. money. Keep going, foods. Yeah. They, they keep are, money are, for yeah. school fees. I like uh, that no, one. No. Mm being frugal be, really being frugal the ones i'm going to meet let them not spend like me or abu katundu because isn't that what i said that uh, yeah. you own your own no <laughs> isn't that what you see even the people who are producing, and, oh, 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 even the at that time yes, we, we, we didn't believe now who are producing in the villages government is giving them planting materials for example through operation wealth creation i'm not saying it's giving everybody government is grading their feeder roads so but they can access the way we are changing the, the, now that the, money is going to the pdm yeah they're accessing that they're accessing markets uh, much better government uh, is, is, is thank you government oh, is oh, providing to to government now. is providing good security they so that they can friend, move they can yeah, they can move Jesus. they can move throughout the night or doing business or oh, let me go to ivan nugamba yeah. so that's ivan, what i'm going to tell you when <laughs> as as good points you made there but uh <laughs> Simoju is uh, <laughs> no, no, oh, 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 <laughs> keep your money for school fees mm. go and plan you own your own <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ivan, this is a good time to, you know. Oh, let me get Ivan here. They, a little while ago, we discussed a Mioga parish modern, and and Abdul here said they are going to eat that money. Mm. So is this is this working to help the citizenry? You don't have to encourage them. They have to eat it. And you think they will, they will keep the money? <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, Oscar, Oscar. Oscar. Mm. because that was one of the models and and you 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 should talk about it the parish development model uh incidentally where i was uh, working uh because i have a background in uh, journalism like uh, uh, that's what i did at university that's what i did no 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 i i did journalism at university i reported briefly with the independent uh and then, the, and then, uh, so there's a like magazine. There's a, there's a magazine that specializes in cooperatives and uh, cooperative work. It's called the Cooperator, which I was editing, and we extensively covered the the parish development model, uh, including interviews with the 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 Muhumuzas who were the, and the, the PSST now who were the brains behind some of these uh, models. The, the jury is still out there on the on the on, on the model. I guess it's a case of uh, if we have not been successful with the with the uh, the, 
nerves and this is uh, what can we do but i we i had an interview personally i had an interview with professor kamuntu who is i think he is a re- current appointment is he's the presidential uh advisor on economic matters economic monitoring and he was saying he was very very optimistic about this model and saying this will be the will be will be a game changer because we are going to the lowest level of of, of government which is the you know with the parish so the the the, the jury is out there on on the model but uh, oscar wanted to make my comment on the on this on the prices picking it from where all uh, stopped you know this morning i came i was coming across i came across a tweet from the speaker of the kenyan parliament justin muturi and he was saying uh his tweet i already developed him saying why is maize from uganda cheaper why are potatoes from tanzania cheaper why do we get eggs from uganda fertilizer price is a scam by cartels it's two one thousand two hundred in uganda and five thousand seven hundred in kenya unnecessary expensive inputs the government needs to solve this problem and solve it now we have seen similar comments from uh, around the world and, and especially you know ar- around the region so it's very important for the public to understand that this is not a unique ugandan problem and this is not to excuse it so because I'm every government sure yes 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 and uh, and uh, and uh, one of the one of these is uh, i think it is senyonyi who hinted on it uh the eprc the economic policy research center did a study from uh, the last three months uh from december to march and they were showing the the, the products that have increased the most the first is the laundry soap at 26 percent cooking oil at 22 percent petrol at 16 percent and the and the and and, and the, the others come follow but the two leading uh, products which is the laundry and cooking soap largely predominantly have the roots in the global global challenge first of all covid mm. which affected Indo- production indonesia and malaysia are the leading producers of palm oil <laughs> which led to a slowdown in you know, suppressed demand which led to the drawback you know in 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 in, 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 in production the second the second alternative to palm oil which is the leading raw material for the production of uh, these cooking oils and and, and uh, cooking oil and laundry soap is sunflower and the leading producers of sunflower are ukraine and russia and this is why so when government makes a case to say look there is a global phenomenon to this it is not just uh, scapegoating this situation there is a direct link between this this and the and the and the, and the current specifically in the cooking oil and and, and soap which are some of the leading most consumed household uh, household I- items so because sunflower is the second alternative to to palm mm-hmm. oil so with the with the, the, the suppressed now production and the conflict going on the demand for palm oil has significantly uh, I, I, you know I, I as i said i invite you here as yes. someone yeah. well, as nrm so yes. i'll ask the same question to you this evening uh, yeah. you are going to sit with your friends maybe watch a bit of football and you're going to tell them because uh, 
So you are going to tell them to cut back on cooking oil because no, Ukraine needs a war. It is not good for you. No, I, I think that uh, by the way, by the way, by the way, Oscar, <laughs> of course, I'll say that again. <laughs> 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 Doctor Kassene, Doctor Kassene, the physician advises you eat less cooking oil, eat mm. less chapat. So please, oh. Ugandan, eat less cooking oil. Oscar, ba- back yeah. to hold over some joke. Everyone for what? For himself. Oscar, I am not saying that. Uh, there, there is nothing that uh, that should be done. In fact, contrary to what Semuju was saying, because Semuju said there is no incentive for government to act because uh, the majority of the people who are uh, you know who are affected are the middle class with the fuel costs. Majority of the public is outside the money economy, but the the most affected constituents are urbanites and uh, you know in those who live in urban and semi-urban areas you know who buy most who pay out of pocket for everything they consume and these are the most not all urbanites uh, predominantly predominantly they pay out of you know out, out, of, out of pocket so i think there is an incentive actually the contrary there is an incentive for government to intervene in this because these are the most volatile the, the, these are the also the i am coming to the same these are also the mo- this is also the most volatile constituency if you refer back to the the two crises that have uh, that have threatened this government especially the walk to work you know you know uh, protests and the any most of these have been fomented in these urban and peri-urban areas so i think that there is a genuine incentive for government to you know uh to to intervene and uh, one way to intervene is uh, to revise the, the parliament. All of the majority of the people, the panelists here are parliamentarian, and the budget is uh, still in the in the pipeline. Is to revise some of these, uh, you know, uh, you know, taxes and you know the, the, the government uh, policy on taxation. Because uh, this research by the Economic Policy Research Center also pointed out that actually incrementally the prices started to rise in twenty in July, starting with July last year incrementally before they were exacerbated by the global ukraine you know crisis and the, the and one of these was the what uh senyoni pointed out the these digital tax stamps uh because the uh, one of the, some of the producers were showing that it costs between one to two million dollars to set up a system to put these digital uh, tax stamps on on, on products and this cost is at the end uh, uh, transferred the yeah yeah transferred to the to the to the to the consumer of course uh, i think senior uh, actually explained that because it's collect to catch, to catch people who have not digital, digital, digital they, they thought they would uh, actually get a lot more tax uh, but they got less oscar no, listen, more pain what what was the reason o- oscar, i think they, they thought was tax avoidance yes no, so they thought now once we have these stamps uh, we, we are going to get higher taxes they, but they got the collected less when you are just starting you <laughs> some let, let, let Ivan finish go on Ivan that's what maybe you guys they, said maybe, with OTT you remember we need to Ivan. explain to the listener what the digital t- uh, tax stamps are <laughs> yeah. and the, these are stamps these are unique labels put on products uh, with security labels to first of all to prevent counterfe- uh, counterfeiting these similar products but also to assist in tracking and traceability of these these these, these, these items. So I think that this is the, the 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 intention was was noble mm. and valid. There were legitimate grounds. But when you're faced with the crisis that you did not envisage, that is exacerbated by a global situation, you are not in control of. 
then you're pushed back to the drawing table to say how do we revise back how do we revise back some of these interventions to be able to absorb these shocks that are that that, that, that are exhibiting this conflict and i think that in the next budget ugandans will be looking very keenly at this on, on this intervention for cooking oil, I, mm. I, I've been uh, finally, uh, final, uh, finally, on the Senyon uh, was dis disparaging the oil palm, uh, you know, growing, you know, in in Kalangala. It is a it is a solution, but at the small scale because it, is, it has not been uh, multiplied across the, uh, exactly in the long run. It is the long run because right now. They are now producing over fifty thousand, you know, tons in palm oil. So I think for government, this is a project more than any other project to expand, you know, other regions of you know of the country to be in the long term to be able to absorb these uh, some of these uh, some of these uh, shocks, uh, Oscar. <coughs> okay, uh, we'll make final comments on any of the topics today, but let's start with you, Ofonopono. In conclusion. Uh, President Mwai Kibaki, RIP, rest in eternal peace. Yeah, he was the only surviving. That's now behind us. Uh, well, he's did. going to speak on it. Let's let, let oh, oh, start on it. <laughs> Go on. He, he, he wouldn't have been re-elected. You know that he did his two terms, ten years. Mwai Kibaki was the, was the first Minister of Finance of Kenya at Independence. He's a Makere University graduate. I think has lived a, he lived a eventful life. Mm. That at 94, 94, 94, 94, uh, there's nothing much to mourn about him but to celebrate. Mm. Because he lived Have you sent, has the Uganda government sent a delegation? Yes, uh, the mm. vice president. The mm. vice president went there yesterday for the funeral, the last funeral, what with the barrio and so on. But the other two topics, I really say, any Ugandan is free to celebrate the way they want. Oscar, the way your children celebrate their birthday is not the way the children in the back of Beyond of Masaka or Miranda celebrate theirs. I doubt yeah, if yeah, the majority yeah, of agree. children in Miranda even celebrate their birthdays. So certainly the son of the president who is high there in the army, the celebration of his birthday when he chooses will be mm. really a big bash. The only issue is this whether it is him or his supporters like uh, uh, this young man or, or no, yeah. or the Andrew Mwenders who want him to stand for president should be able to candidly advise that it doesn't make him look good and I will do so also when a serving officer even if it is not you speaking directly when your supporters are dragging well, you because the, one of the, the, the birthday speech yeah, was a little bit yeah, more direct yeah, one one of the mm. things of in leadership the role of leadership is that <coughs> you must restrain your supporters the way president Sven has restrained majority of his supporters is not like is not like Milton Obote and and, and 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 UPC. You know UPC you two wingers would do anything and get away with it. NRM cadres, yes, we can make mistakes, but we want to get away with okay, it. Okay, thank you, with Ivan. Uh, Mike Kibaki and conclusion. Uh, Mike Kibaki, I think I made my comments on, on the last mm. gang uh, about yeah about uh, uh, Kibaki. 
I think it speaks much to the man that despite the blight of the 2007-2008 electoral violence, he still celebrated as arguably the best president the Kenya has had. That speaks enough to his legacy more than any tributes we can uh, we can propose. Uh, to the other, to the to the MK and the birthday, you know, party and all. I think that the point is, uh, uh, first of all, most like any Ugandan has a legitimate. Uh, right to run for president if he chooses to. Uh, the point uh, that people try to believe is that he, first of all, he should do so legally, uh, first by retiring from the forces, and then the jury, then the, he can be t taken on by the, you know, tested and evaluated by the public. I don't think that the, the, the fact of his birth should in any way, uh, you know, distance him, you know, from qualifying okay. to run for the highest and, office. And asking for Joel, will you vote for him? I, I think we will cross the bridge when we get there. Co eh? I know I, that, que that question I asked it for Joel, uh, but in typical fashion, Ivan did not answer it. So, nothing <laughs> new. <laughs> Go on. The, this government, this government is very good in sloganeering. Um, if you look at the parish development model, we have a budget of 44 trillion shilling. And this miracle that is going to get people out of poverty <coughs> is at the beginning they had budgeted 600 billion shilling, then 400. I'm not sure in this budget they have more than 200 billion shilling. So out of a budget of 44 trillion, 200 billion is a miracle that is going to get 68% of the population out of, uh, out of poverty. Tokenism. So, and by the way, just for information, 75 of that of the 200 billion is administrative costs. You know, salaries, I don't know, setting up, whatever, whatever. We have done like roads. Like uh, those roads, the two roads of the layers are eaten, the, the they are very expensive. You need to read the <laughs> report. You ate half oh, the money. Oh, hmm. For now, for now we are concluding <laughs> and uh, we're talking about high costs. Of yes, that's why Uganda, I said yes. the... the, the <clears throat> For no, and I want to thank him. I said, everybody on your own, and that's what I, I thought. When you have a sleeping government that is organizing uh, parties, uh, I think they think things are okay, so you can go and and, and feast. Um, on the Museveni to his son, you see, Museveni has never been a straightforward person. I remember when we were interviewing Obata and he was laughing. Um, he, at, at every stage, he will take advantage of it. And I think now with his age, because they, I remember in Parliament, the debate, people used to say, you can remove the age limit from the Constitution, but you can't take away from seven. Uh, he grows older and you can see he's an old man. That's why okay. things are uh, the way they and, are. And on Twitter, uh, there's a Golazo business. He says Semuji is contradicting himself when he says uh, the president's contemporaries have left. Previously, you were screaming your head off to let the old guard go. And now that they've been replaced, it's still you crying foul. Um, I am not saying they should. I, I didn't say that they shouldn't be replaced. The they, should, they should. You. They should uh, actually. They should be, but not with the <laughs> his children. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Honorable Senyoni, conclusion. <coughs> um, last week we talked about Mwaiti Baki, you know, uh, widely. His ups and downs, you know, he led an opposition coalition that 
brought an end to a 40 year one party rule, uh, revamped the economy, then he began to goof up. His, his government was extremely corrupt, he rigged elections, he became a mess. But, but he tried to redeem himself, you know, uh, put in place a constitution, a new constitution, uh, and did a couple of things, you know, so... We reduced the size of government. We, we pray that his soul rests in peace. Now, you see, in Kenya, when, when they decided that enough was enough with Daniel Arab Moy, everybody rose to the occasion, politicians, religious leaders, civil society, professionals, etc., etc., Juakali, everybody said, you know what? We learned a lesson from the enough is enough. Um, so we, we must get to that Uganda, point. No one believes enough in You know, I, I hope that we, we get to that point. Uh, to say that enough is enough, because now, as we are having too much of Museveni now, he's saying, ah, let me send you my son too. If Ugandans don't wake up and stop this nonsense, we'll be in trouble. Okay. Honorable Katuntu, speaking last, um, I know people fasting have not had anything from Star Cafe. Thank you so much, Star Cafe, for powering the gang. But if Ufofono has finished everything, <laughs> even, if, even if they were not fasting. <laughs> I, I, I had not no. been here he has not been here for a long time. <laughs> you know, yeah, but I've been looking at oh, oh. <laughs> Really, four sausages, four sumbosas, <laughs> two chapatis. I let the man, it is doing a hard job. Are you not going to eat up tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's telling Ugandans to be frugal. And next week, uh, Abdul, uh, Makere University, they have had all these activities, um, alumni yeah. activities, oh. celebrating 100 years. So uh, I think the most recent graduate of Makere must be Senyon here. On this table. Uh, uh, but most recent, yes, because I, I have done a second degree there yes, most recently. Yes, so yes. so I'll, I'll, in that I'll, sense, I'll maybe. I'll be engaging. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, to conclusion. Uh, but uh, high prices. I think the toll government has is, a, is the budget. Where do you cut the expenditure which you think are necessary and invest uh, in the areas which can ameliorate this, the situation as it is now? We, we need to identify first of all as parliament what we would what would think are wasteful expenditures. Uh, if you, you, you were to sit, and I'm sure uh, many colleagues are really looking at it to see no no this is not necessary this is not necessary and so on we can save a little bit of money and invest in some of those areas and uh, lessen the burden on, on our people uh, about uh, the Ejeno Mohozi I think the, the party just started the party just started uh, people should brace themselves for the full party uh, did, did you go to the football match? No, I didn't. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Senyon says it's what? Nonsense. Oh, it, I don't know. As if he's doing Maybe he didn't mean it. Or alternatively, he was like, he's worried another opponent has come. Oh, oh you're, you're the one who has been saying he's not doing it right. He's an army officer. You know, he's breaking the law. So what I'm saying but, but, but is what you're saying. Let Abdul finish. Uh, as I conclude on that point, you, you see, if you are run institutions please run them professionally it could be counterproductive for the institution to see that there is this officer who is favored that would be very counterproductive of all ugandan institutions currently they, they don't know that he's favored the, no the updf 
has been largely run professional after it has been the most organized and so on uh, weaknesses not withstanding but once you come in and say oh this one is above the rules then it creates a problem for the institution mm. if a general is interested like i think he's interested in the presidency he should quit the army and jump into the fray said so that people like uh, my brother uh, Joe can, can, move, face can, can face him and uh, sorry <laughs> thank you thank yeah, you yeah they, they, they have all run and so yeah. on uh lastly about uh, Moi, uh, sorry, Moi. Well, he was the last of the of that generation still standing. Uh, uh, yeah. So to, to to me, he he's lived a good mm -hmm. life, and uh, to, to to survive up to that age, you okay. you, you, you can only say thank you. Uh, thanks God for the answers life. of the day. Thank you, uh, listeners. Um, thank you, Star Cafe um keep on uh with us on our social media platforms um i am oscar semoyam soke and i shall see you next week <laughs>